Welcome back to the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Now with less trans fat and packed with Nutramites. How's everyone doing? Ooh, Nutramites. I need more of those. It's to fortify your X zone. So, Mm. last week, uh, we had a pretty boring uh, cliffhanger, I think. You know, you keep on saying things like that, and uh, (laughs) no... Yeah. No, no, no. no. I what? think uh, I think we're almost at like a at a team wipe here. No. We've had so many like holy shit guys, this is it. Hey, and didn't I almost die last week? Uh, Elias almost we're all died. about to be buried alive. Elias yeah. got curb stomped, but <laughs> this yeah. feels well, that was a, a few weeks different. Ago. This this definitely feels a little bit different than where we've uh where we've been at before. Yeah, we say that every time though. <laughs> So we got this ghoul, and uh, he cast a spell called Hungry Earth, and he successfully grappled everybody, and the real kicker is that a lot of you were prone because you were asleep, and the way Hungry Earth works, uh, that basically uh, puts you on the fast track to being completely submerged underground. Uh, Can you remind us who who's uh, prone? It's everyone but you and Tiablith. So yeah, everybody, everybody who wasn't on watch uh, has awoken to uh, the Earth just coming alive and like just kind of conforming itself around you, and you feel yourself being sucked underground. All right, so up first is Tiablith. I'm going to, real quick, share yeah. a little information with everybody. Uh, yeah. I went back and made sure to read that spell from top to bottom. And the one maybe silver lining is you only have to be a CMD of 20 to break free. So it's not like it's a crazy high bar to reach. So if that influences anybody and in what they were thinking of doing... That absolutely influences me because I have no idea what I was going to do. <laughs> and I remember at the end of this episode, I thought, I got to figure this out. And I never did. Uh, Nick, I'm going to issue you a flag for your metagaming. Not metagaming because Uhtred and Teoblith and Arginus, I think, all rolled spellcrafts. Oh, that's right, major metagame checks. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we build characters that can metagame legally. That's right. <laughs> That's just called gaming, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so I'm up first. Indeed. All right, so Teobleth is definitely going to... Is everyone, like, close by? Did we have a map set up for this? Oh, there it is. We're all in your ring of no chaos center. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... If I were to cast Dimension Door, would I be considered touching everyone, or do I need to ready that and tell everyone to grab on? Uh, by the rules, you could touch everybody that you're adjacent to. Uh, you're also considered grappled right now. I'm which... aware. Okay. All right, then that is what I'm going to do. I would like to take hold of everyone and cast Dimension Door defensively Um, or yeah because you have to do it defensively while grappled no uh, you have to just 
roll concentration, which okay. actually, if you have like the combat casting feat, that doesn't apply to this concentration check. What do you mean? Because the combat casting feat gives you a plus four bonus on concentration checks to cast defensively. Uh, hold on, I've got it right here. Uh, you get a plus four bonus in concentration checks made to cast or use a spell-like ability while casting on the defensive or while grappled. Or while grappled. Okay. <laughs> That's, I guess, just never come up for me before. <laughs> so, yeah, fun fact. I have that feat. So, yeah, I am going to um, cast Dimension Door to get us out of this. And I will... Uh, what? The only other thing I have to say about this is Teoblith is a psychic spellcaster uh does dimension door have thought components uh what do thought components translate to uh if they were verbal components dimension door is purely verbal component okay anytime you're casting a spell with thought components that requires concentration the dc increases by 10 unless i take a move action to center myself you can take a move action to center yourself yes then that is what I will do. Okay. So move action to find my center. Explore what my is the... innermost thoughts here. <laughs> and what is the DC for this concentration check? It's like spell level plus... Because it's well grappled. 10 so plus grappler CMB plus spell level. Okay. Spell level is 4. So, ten, so it's 14 plus the... the CMB of this thing grappling us. And I it's am using pretty high to grapple us. Yeah, and I'm using a hero point on this. Okay. okay. So I'm going to roll my concentration and we're going to ha- add 12 to the number rolled. Four from combat casting and eight from the hero point. Okay, that's a 38. Yeah. Okay. That and uh, let's see what DC is 10 plus. So it's 14 plus the CMB of the spell. So unless it's a 22 CMB, it should be okay. It is not 22, uh, but it was not far off either. Yeah. That's why I made sure I was going to use that damn hero point. So Teoblith successfully concentrates on his Dimension Door spell. Uh, I will remind you all that it is the middle of the night. Uh, You guys are... You're in your camp that you've set up. Where does Teoblith teleport to? Teoblith teleports everyone right about there. Uh, about 10 Ooh. feet behind the ghoul. Oh, he'll never see us. So yeah, that is my turn. All right. Got us out of that hungry earth at, at the end of my turn. like I, I bring everyone away and I'm like, well, what are y'all laying around for? Do something. <clears throat> Noted. That's getting real old real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Very strong first turn, Teoblith. Up next is our genus. Remember, this guy's uh, only like half his waist up is out of the ground, so he's got cover and shit. Concealment, I don't know how it works anymore. Oh, it's not going to matter too much. I'm going to fireball his ass. If I can't root him, I'm going to kill him and i believe that you need to make a reflex save oh yeah that is a 25 reflex that makes it um so 10d6 uh whoa um that's 
40, so 20 damage um, coming at him. All right. It's now the ghoul's turn. Oh, um, real quick, I'm also going to take a move action to kind of spread myself out a little bit (laughs) (laughs) and not get caught up in uh, in another Hungry Earth spell there. That's thinking with your dipstick, Jimmy. (laughs) I want to get too far, but... Wait, where is he in comparison to us? Oh. Yeah, he's right next to Elksy. Ghoul's turn. And he's going to uh, surface and move 25 feet uh, southeast. And he's going to cast a spell. What spell? Uh, I'm going to try and see what he's casting. Yeah, me too. It's a 35 spellcraft. 29. Does it matter for me at this point? No. Okay. <laughs> you know that the ghoul is casting the spell Creeping Doom. Raro. Sounds innocuous. <laughs> Creeping Doom summons four massive swarms of biting, stinging insects. The swarms appear adjacent to one another, but can be directed to move independently. They are centipede swarms uh, with much more hit points. Uh, they deal more damage with their swarm attack. And the save to resist their poison and the distraction effects is equal to the save DC of this spell. I hope you got another fireball, Tom. I assume you do. Uh, yeah. I absolutely do. So I'm leaving the swarms in your hands. All right. So, yeah. Um, th- uh, like thousands of insects just appear in carpets right on top of you all. The only one to escape. Uh, the effect is our genus who uh, moved away when he had the chance. Uh, everybody in the swarms takes 19 points of damage, and I'll need a fortitude save. I'm using my sudden insight to give myself a plus five on this. Okay. For a 30. Okay. Randolph? Is that 28? Wow. Wow, because we all succeeded? Uh, everybody but Elksy. So, Elksy contracts the swarm's poison and takes four points of dex damage. That's a lot of dex damage. And it is now Elksy's turn. Elksy's going to nope right out of that swarm and charge the ghoul. Um, Oh, before I forget, uh, I just want to... uh, I just want to credit a friend of the podcast, Cam, uh, for helping me out making this ghoul. Uh, so say thanks, Cam. Everybody, mm, that see that doesn't sound good to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna really I'm gonna wait and see geez. how many of us this thing kills first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds very uh, divisive. All right, Elsie deals 18 points of damage from her charging gore, and that leaves us with Randolph. Uh, yeah. So I don't particularly want to be in the swarm anymore. What are the rules for oh. me getting out of this? You can get out. Standing up move. takes half your move speed. Oh shit! My move oh damn it! Elksy was pro- Elksy was prone too. I totally forgot about that. That's all right. It's too late. Uh, well, it just, just means she couldn't charge. Yeah, because standing up is only part of a move action with our house rules. So she could still stand up and reach him. Uh, so it costs Randolph. Well, <laughs> costs Randolph fifteen feet of movement to stand what? up. So have fun with your five feet of movement. Look, it used to be a whole move action, so yeah, yeah. No, you're welcome. Uh, 
So that leaves Randolph with a standard action, which he can then use to uh, double move, move again. All right, yeah, and uh, I get out of there. You could jerk sure. with your standard action too. You've got, yeah. So if you commit your standard to moving as well, you've got twenty-five feet of movement after you stand up. Okay. Well, I'll actually, a, well, Randolph wouldn't be sleeping in his full plate mail, would he? Definitely not. So that means your movement right now is thirty feet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, actually, hold on. Three, hold on. Four, hold on. Five. For, <laughs> for everybody that was prone when Teobleth Dimension doored everybody, uh, I don't think anyone would have teleported with any of their gear. Like, Randolph doesn't have a scythe right now. What? What am I supposed to hit him with, Elias? He's not what? even out here. You can use your. Uh, Partial manifestation as a Go swift on. action. But, yeah, where yeah, you manifest I mean, the slam attacks. Unless anyone oh, right. sleeps while hugging their weapons. I think Uchard uh, probably does, let's be honest. <laughs> Uchard, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you keep them close, but... I kind of picture him with, you like, know, when people have you know, like, with like it, a gun in their waistband. Well, I think it's more like, probably given where we are and what we've been through... He probably puts his sword right next to him in the event we get attacked while we're sleeping. I can grab it. So wouldn't it be fair to assume everyone would grab, like, maybe we don't have our backpacks? That's fair, I suppose. Uh, At least our killings. Like, you really gonna make us fight a creature you and Cam built together and not even have our main (laughs) weapons? I'm not the one that teleported you away from your stuff. You can blame Matt for that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for saving us, Matt. (laughs) It's Matt's fault that you snuck up on us and Cat opened up with that spell. Like, No, it's your fault that you didn't hide your camp well enough when you were, like, less than five miles away from the capital city of the enemy. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I suppose considering, considering all of those factors, I I guess it is fair that if you're not like hugging on your weapons, you would have been able to just as a free action, grab them when you woke up grappled by the ground. So armor makes sense. You wouldn't have that on. Yeah. All right. So Randolph has a scythe. Hell yeah. Um, so I'm going to move over here and I'm too far away to attack. Uh, can I make this last movement? Oh, wait, I can't. I'm, I don't have any action economy. <laughs> Never mind. Right. So, well, you had a... I'll, uh, I'll stay where I am. I five mean, feet could, away from this thing. You could... Okay. Alternatively, you could, since you're light as a feather without your plate mail, you could uh, just move 15 feet, get out of the swarm, and then cast a spell. Oh, light as a feather. Yeah, I am pretty light. So, you know, you woke up right Let's here. do that. One, so two, just move three. yourself 15 feet from that space. Okay. And so you can be right there. Uh, yes, yeah, so I am going to cast haste. Good thinking. Because now speed is not a factor at all. I mean, you can move 80 this feet. This is the fastest whatever. Randall's ever felt. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, uh, that leaves us with Uhtred. Uh Uhtred's going to also stand up and move 15 feet straight. Uh, not quite straight down. Pretty sure I mapped out that was right. Yep. Okay. And then Uhtred's going to cast a greater invisibility on himself. Alright. That brings us back to Teobleth. Okay. Um, what is the concentration DC for casting while in a swarm? 
Oh wait, never mind. I don't have to cast it. <laughs> I forgot. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking I have to cast the spell fly. Nope, I have my uh, one of my focus abilities is mind over gravity. So just a standard action, and I can fly. Just think nice. about it so hard you take off. Yep, <laughs> occultist. <laughs> I believe I can fly. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he, Tiblith, uh, uses Mind Over Gravity to give himself a fly speed. And he's going to go, um, he's going to go 60 feet diagonally past the, uh, past the ghoul and Elksy and going up at a 45 degree angle the whole time. So, he, okay. Pythagorean theorem, I think that's probably around 45 feet. Give me a sec to do some calculations. <laughs> okay, it's about fifty feet. So, okay. So I am basically two squares diagonally away from the ghoul and thirty feet up. All right. And now it is Regina's turn. Nobody else is in this uh, inside the bug area, right? Nope. Nope. Uh, all correct. cleared out. All right. Um, fireball. Then I was gonna do. I was gonna do a lightning, uh, lightning balls, but uh, you guys cleared out. So fireball. That's a forty foot area, right? Yeah, I'll cast it like somewhere w- like over here, so that way it's. So I need to give you four reflex saves. Damn, Tom, you were oh. rolling so hot on these fireballs. <laughs> there we go. That's a twenty-three. Uh, passes. A twenty. Passes. 22 passes and a 12 does not pass all right uh so that's 45 so that's 22 i believe and then mm-hmm. 1.5 is 33 fire damage so three of them take 33 and the one that took full takes 67 jesus <laughs> that's awesome aoe spells are always the most fun yeah, like just in terms of the raw damage that comes out of them. Yeah, so the one that the one that took full damage is obliterated. They're not dead. Yeah, they're probably they close took to thirty-three each. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we know right. they have less than sixty-seven health total. So you did more than half to all four to all four of them, including Minimal. just ruining one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and our genus is gonna <laughs> move away from these uh, swarms and be like. Um, Hey guys, yeah. I did my part. Make sure you're not <laughs> the closest visible target to him. Yeah, right. Uh, so I'm, I might even move one more square out there. So Ghoul's turn. Uh, he's going to take a five foot step away from Elksy, and he's going to cast another spell. Indeed, spellcraft. That's a forty for me. I got a lonely twenty-three. Oh, my mistake. Uh, he's going to. He's going to take a move action before casting the spell. That's going to provoke from Elksy. Elksy, grab him. Trip. (laughs) Elksy can't grab things real good, but she can get a natural 20. Ooh. Followed by a natural 2. Oh, Elksy. Yeah, that's not going to confirm, but it does gore for another clean 18 points of damage. Was this thing concentrating or casting? It, no, it, yeah. I, I, I retconned my turn instead of five foot taking a five foot step. He 
needed to move. Uh, then he casts a spell. And oh. uh, I don't feel like looking up the exact DC, so I don't know if Uhtred got it, but I know for a fact Teoblith got it. Uh, he is casting Wall of Thorns. Uh, Wall of Thorns creates a barrier, a very tough, pliable, tangled brush bearing needle-sharp thorns as long as a human's finger. Uh, any creature forced into or attempting to move through a wall of thorns takes piercing damage per round of movement equal to uh, some calculation based on their AC, not counting dexterity or dodge bonuses. It's super weird and complicated. I don't know why they did that. You can make the, the area... The area consists of a number of 10-foot cubes equal to your level. Uh, That's a lot of thorns. Yeah. And I think the whole um, the calculation based on like your AC, not including decks and whatnot, is to signify that if you're wearing plate mail, the thorns are not going to affect you as much as someone who's trying to just step yeah. through them in their clothes. No, I get that. It's just very... It's I don't I don't I can't think of any like AOE hazard effect that calculates damage like that. Alright. So he has created a big old wall of thorns, and then he looks up at Teobleth and he says, You, you're the troublesome one. I try to be. And it is now Elksy's turn. Alright, Elksy double moves and uh basically uh, goes all the way around that wall of thorns, but otherwise... Oh, wait a second. Elksy's hasted. So Elksy completely closes the gap. Forgot about that. Oh, but Elksy does now need to make a fortitude save versus that poison. It's another fail. And that's another four points of dex damage. Oh, Elksy. So, yeah, Elksy... Elksy makes... Uh, Elsie closes the distance, but she does not seem very coordinated right now. Uh, she keeps like sideswiping the wall of thorns by accident as she uh, as she rounds the corner, and when she reaches uh, the ghoul, uh, she is like swaying. And it is now Randolph's turn. Uh, the slippers I have. What are those again? As a standard action. Uh, and I don't know if I've, we've covered this on the air, <laughs> yeah, we but did. we've been using those dang slippers wrong this whole time. They are not My always... Slippers. I mean, yeah, you inherited them from Vipira, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I took, <laughs> took them right off her body. <laughs> they are not always on. You have to activate them as a standard action, and I believe they're only good for one activation per day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, Vipira got away with a lot then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she on did. Her. Good on her. Once per day for ten minutes. So you turn them on; they're good for ten minutes, but you can't turn them back off to save time. And they uh, just ignore difficult terrain. They don't let me jump over cubes of thorns. Uh, they give you the benefits of the feather step spell, uh, which ignores adverse movement effects of difficult terrain, and can even take five foot steps in difficult terrain. But these thorns are not difficult terrain. Right. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Yeah, you can force your way through them. Oh, you really yeah. Want can to. I force my way through them? That sounds not dangerous at all. I will let you uh, do that. Uh, I'm just going to use my newfound mobility to do like a wicked runaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm hasted, and I'm super fast. 
Yeah, as a full round action, you can uh, reach that ghoul. Let's reach five feet away from the ghoul and just let him know. You know, listen here, ghoul. <laughs> Next turn, you're in trouble. Okay. Utrin. I was initially thinking about casting fly on myself, um, like the first round. But it's like, uh, how, how many things is this guy going to throw on the ground? I'll just go invisible. <laughs> but since he won't stop throwing things on the ground, I'm going to cast fly on myself. All right. And then Uchard's going to use his move action to fly up over the <coughs> thorn wall. And he's going to in five feet, like, south of the ghoul and five, like, you know, the five foot square above him. Now, I can't take an attack yet, but... But yeah. you're there. Yeah. I'm there and he doesn't know I'm there. Well, I'm assuming he doesn't know. Maybe he can smell me. Hard to know. This is just a normal ghoul, so... Tuh. Probably doesn't know that you're there. All right, that brings us back to Teobleth. Okay. Teobleth is going to uh, float five feet to the east. And... Yeah, I'll take a full attack on him. Wasn't sure if I wanted to keep buffing up or just try attacking. I'll try attacking him. So, full attack, rapid shot. No deadly aim. Yeah, I should have buffed. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. That's a miss. Uh, 24 to hit. That's a miss. And then 22. That's a miss. Do you have haste on? Doesn't haste give you plus oh, one? Oh, yep, I get an extra attack. Wow. Um, and then the the hasted shot is a 16 to hit. Yeah, that's a mess. Wow. Those are some low rolls, brother. <laughs> okay. All right. I am doing my best not to metagame because this ghoul does not know that Uhtred is there. So I'm going to do what he was going to do before Uhtred moved there, uh, which is take a five-foot step. Wait, 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 wait. Southeast. No, it's my turn. Oh, sorry. Sorry, our genus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to metagame, okay? Right, <laughs> the so ghoul doesn't focused. know the initiative order. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to take uh, flight myself with my boots, which I believe okay, is the standard, standard action to activate. Yeah. And then... Can't wait to take those from you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a collection of like boots and of Tom's <laughs> character's boots. <laughs> Our genius is never dying. Uh, so uh, our genius is going to take flight, and I'm uncertain of if that haste actually hit me. Was was that no. centered? So in that case, I'm going to be um, flying up and flying. I mean, do I get rid of the millipedes? Like, are they really that big of a deal right now? I don't think these things could move without his motion. Yeah, and even so, they've kind of got a ways to go to try and get to anyone. I don't know. I don't I know how they... they would take damage from going through the thorns, right? Maybe? Do bugs really care about thorn bushes? I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> these are some big-ass bugs, though. Like, I think they don't says... care about them because they're so small, they just crawl on them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you know you're wrong either way, Tom. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do the more responsible thing since I'm not getting over there this turn anyway. So, um, <laughs> fireball again. 
Uh, you're gonna have to wait until next turn because you just stand. No, I'm I'm not gonna fly. I'm not gonna fly if that's the. Uh, I'm just oh, gonna okay. use fireball. All right. Finish them off. Oh, I need to make reflexes. Well, let's see what I roll first. You might not have to. Damn, that was good yeah. too. <clears throat> so they're good. Yeah. So uh, it is gonna be 18 damage plus, uh, times one and a half. So it's gonna be. Uh, 27 uh, fire damage if they uh, have it. Uh, if not, then it's going to be enough. Uh, 20. Yeah, 51, I think. No. So yeah, 27 if they pass the save. 27 if they pass. Yeah. All right. That will exactly kill them. Wow. Pass or fail. <laughs> so our genus cleans up the rest of those swarms. Yeah, we've come a long way from when, like, one swarm was basically a TPK for us. Yeah, that one swarm of wasps in uh, 90s, oh, like, oh, shit, uh, Rugyard, <laughs> deal with that, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now it is the ghoul's turn, and he's going to five-foot step southeast, and he's going to start casting a spell. Nah, he technically would have to cast that defensively, right? He doesn't know that Uchid right. is there. So do I just get an attack on it, then? Yeah, it provokes. I think we rolled knowledge checks on this guy when, like, he was, like, tribute. Um, yep, you identified him as a ghoul, and you, you know, you got all of the things that a ghoul can do, but this guy is clearly not an, yeah. a normal ghoul. But I don't remember exactly what we asked him. Did we ask, like, about resistances? I think you guys just have the entire ghoul stat block at this so point. So are ghouls resistant to any types of energy? Uh, they... Do not have any energy resistance. Okay. Or immunities. But this is just an attack of opportunity. I don't think you can really modify this. Oh, all right. Then I'll just swing. All right. It's going to be a 28 to hit plus whatever I get for being invisible. This he's flat-footed plus yeah. two. You're, you're targeting his flat-footed AC minus two. Minus so two. a 28 will hit. Nice. Well, he can take 11 damage. Is it chaotic? He is chaotic. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, add another 10 damage onto that. Oof. So that's 21 total. Make that concentration even harder. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this school's got to make a concentration check to cast the spell. It's going to be a doozy of a concentration check. But in honor of this being a cam special... I'm going to spice things up and spend a villain point. Oh, nice. Oh, you uh, son of a bitch. Disaster. Actually, yeah, so I'm giving that. myself a plus eight bonus on this concentration check. So let's see. The DC is 10 plus the damage dealt plus the spell level. So, so that's going to be... 31 plus the spell level. Oh, Aichi Mama. Okay. <laughs> the hero point that's gonna give me about a 50% chance in fact on an 11 or higher I will pass so it is exactly a 50% chance yep. so I'm just gonna roll a d20 on screen alright here we go boom a 13 on the die <laughs> so this ghoul is charging up a spell if anyone wants to make a spellcraft check now's the time absolutely when an invisible scimitar comes in and just slices him uh, right across the shoulder. 
and he staggers, and then he he snarls, looks around, sees, uh, concludes there must be an invisible enemy nearby, but he doesn't lose his focus. Oh. Uh, so I got a twenty-two on my spellcraft. I got a twenty-eight. He is casting disintegrate. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh-oh. There's not a good choice here, because even if you think you can do this on Elksy, Richter will riot and pillage and burn shit to the ground. So I get the oh, feeling he's not he's targeting, targeting Elksy. <laughs> he's targeting the troublesome PC that teleported everybody out of his trap and then started flying above the battlefield. Alright, so the good thing about Disintegrate is he's got a few gates. First he's gotta make a range touch attack. To and hit Teobleth. And then Teobleth gets a fortitude save. Yep, and I'm going to uh, activate my danger sight with a mental focus to give myself a plus five to my AC against this. Probably Try sure. and help myself a little bit. <laughs> Matt, you might set a world record here for number of characters killed in a <laughs> ten episode span. <laughs> Previously held by Axel. <laughs> I'm coming for that record. <laughs> I had it once. I can get it back. All right. Come on. Come on, Matt. You got this. You got it, bud. Do you have a 30 versus touch AC? I don't have a 30 versus any AC. All right, Teobleth, I'm going to need a fortitude save. <sighs> oh, boy. Wait, can someone tell me what Disintegrate does exactly? Dude, it does a, a fuck ton of damage. It Two... is 2d6 per caster yep. level. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that's a 25. Pretty confident that's a life-saving fortitude save. 25 passes. I got my heart going. Got my heart moving. (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's weird. It's not even like fortitude save halves the damage. It goes from 2d6 per caster level to you take 5d6 damage. Yeah. Uh, so, yep, that's, uh, that was well done. I'm just going to roll that right here. Teobleth, you take, wow, a measly 14 points of damage from a disintegrate spell. <laughs> man, this is good. Yes, now. man. All right. Uh, well, yeah, that was his turn. He, uh, this ghoul is now looking around wildly for whoever invisibly attacked him. But now it is... Elksy's turn. And Elksy just shouts, You leave him alone! He's going to five foot step up, uh, very wobbly, while making another fortitude save. Holy shit. Natural one. God damn it, Elksy. <laughs> <laughs> Elksy has the most heart and the worst rolls. Elksy usually <laughs> has another awesome rolls. <laughs> another title that I like to think I have. <laughs> I mean, it, Elksy was your animal companion, so. Oh, true, true. All right, only one point of dex damage this time. So she, Elksy wobbles forward with a five-foot step, fails her fortitude save again, takes another point of dex damage. But now she's going to full attack on this ghoul, this fool of a ghoul. Is Dexter uh, like attack modifier? Yep. Eh, that makes sense. Uh, uh, she's now using strength as her <laughs> modifier. Uh, that's going to be... 27 to hit which does not hit two hooves 24 and 25 
Galaxy misses three times. She says, ah, there's more where that came from. And now it's Randolph's turn. All right. Um, hmm. It's pretty annoying this guy moved uh, five feet away. I guess I walked right into that by leaving five <laughs> feet of room. <laughs> well, now you can charge. I can charge, and I will charge. All right, good. Uh, epic charge with my scythe. Here we go. Come on, good things. Oh, god damn it. Do I get a bonus? It's plus two to attack with charge? Yeah, yep. yeah, that'll work. Mm-hmm. 29er? 29er will hit. Excellent. Uh, that'll do... 23 plus 2 acid damage. Okay. Mm, and then I don't get that second attack. Correct. Or I do? No, you don't. But I do get a haste. Only on a full attack. attack. So you are done. Right. And it is now Uhtred's turn. Alright. He's just gonna take a five foot step. How's this thing looking? Well, my guy will say he's pretty beat up. Barely hanging on. He's coughing up pebbles. He's undead. <laughs> Your goggles cannot monitor the health of an undead creature. Only tells you that it is an undead creature. Yeah, but what about the pebbles? Is he coughing any out? He hasn't coughed up a single pebble. Damn, we're not hitting him hard enough. <laughs> His gizzard is still intact. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to use the hero point to give myself a plus eight. And I'm going to cast a shocking grass spell. And deliver it through my scimitar. Alright. Okay, so the first one's a 30 to hit. 30 hits. Plus 8, which yep. is important, because that's the one with the frost. Sh- uh, shocking grass, which is 4d6. 5d6. 5d6, 5d6. Yep. Uh, hero point well spent. Yeah, yeah. I thought I might yep. need it. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, so 5d6. Would have been, would have been uh, nice to crit, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'll get it on the extra one from being hasted. Okay. I mean, it so would have been nice to crit the shocking grasp. Well, nah. Yeah, come on, Nick. Don't get your head in the game. <laughs> All right, so 13 damage from the scimitar. Okay. Then another 18 damage from the shocking grasp. And then I got to make another attack at full bonuses. Don't forget the 2d6 from I, Chaotic. That was, part of it. Calcu- yeah, calculated okay. to the 13 slashing damage. Okay. <laughs> well, there's a natural 20. Oh, okay. And that's going to be a 33 to confirm. 33 will confirm. That. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice if it was shocking grasp, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> Ooh, uh, we're going to need one of the... Uh, X, the other crits, because this is a broad swipe, which is normal damage and 1d8 bleed. All right. So, straight up nothing. Uh, there's seven of the other ones, right? There's five. Five? All right. Roll a d6, and the six is a reroll. Sure. Two. All right, uh, two. Normal damage, and you gain a number of temporary hit points equal to your level. These temporary hit points last for one minute. All right, that's going to be... 16 more slashing damage, and I get 11 temporary hit points, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I got. All right. Did you make two attacks or three attacks? I get two attacks on a normal full round, and then I'm hasted, so I got a, a third one at full 
Yeah. I don't think you ever made the second attack. Yeah. I think you only made two, but you get three. So you never made your alternative attack. No, I did. It was just a, it was a 24, so it didn't hit. Oh, okay. Well, you're assuming it didn't hit. No, okay. He, it's a 24. It's his flat-footed AC minus two against That's you. That's true. That, that, that true. has a chance of hitting. That's true. Uh, in fact, 24 versus his flat-footed minus two will hit. Well, I apologize, Matt. <laughs> shocking grasp. That doesn't have shocking grasp on it. I know. I'm just saying. It would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be another 13 slashing damage alright uh, you know he there's no way to monitor his health but he's got he's got some holes poked in him he's got some gouges slashed in him uh, the school's looking pretty uh, pretty fucked up but it is now Teoblith's turn who sadly is going to miss every single attack <laughs> so he's really coughing up some pebbles now huh <laughs> Still no pebbles. Uh, it's weird. That is super weird. How does he <laughs> dig so well? <laughs> um, no, I'm going to use uh, a swift action to give myself a sudden insight. Um, you do not have your swift action this round. You fuck, you're right. Last round. You're right. Shit. Well, that was an immediate action well spent. Um, I mean, I guess. All right. <laughs> I mean, not really. It didn't affect... Actually, it was a badly spent one. But, uh, yeah. So, I'm going to full attack against this guy, but not with rapid shot. Okay. And no deadly aim. All right. That's better. 33 to hit. 33 hits. All right. So, that is 15 damage from that arrow. Or from those two arrows. And then a 29 to hit. 29 will also hit. For 11 more damage and a 26 to hit. 26 will not hit. Yeah. Alright. Alright, Arginus. Arginus is, uh. Sadly, there are gonna... no more bugs to, to burn. <laughs> it's gonna run 60 feet, I guess. Uh, not much else he can do. He could fly 60 feet. So. He never activated his boots. Well, he could do it this turn. Yeah. That's true. It'd get you the same distance. But also Yeah, because you would get a 60-foot fly speed. Yeah. Uh-oh. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, that's what I do. All right. Arginus activates his boots and flies 60 feet south, uh, just rounding that corner that the Wall of Thorns has created. It is now the ghoul's turn, and he's going to make a full withdrawal, full withdraw underground. Um... And we all get a tax of opportunity? No, because he did a full withdraw. He doesn't leave behind like a tunnel or anything behind him like Bugs Bunny style, does he? Uh, let me double check. I don't think so. Most burrow speeds do not. He's going to feel real dumb if he does. A full withdraw is four times your movement speed? Uh, double, but the first it's... five feet does not provoke. Yes. Okay, well, um, it didn't say in the ability that gave him Burrow, so I looked up Burrow the ability, and it says most burrowing creatures do not leave behind tunnels or other uh, tunnels other creatures can use, um, which is good for him. Uh, bad for him, uh, it says creatures cannot charge or run while burrowing. I don't know, I feel like a full withdraw. It doesn't specifically say for full withdraw, but I feel like... 
Well, if you were fully withdrawing from a combat situation, would you walk or run away? I mean, you can double move, and that is essentially what a full withdraw is. But it is specifically a full round action. For now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a 50-50. I'm gonna roll a d4. One and two, you can do it. Three and four, you can't. He full withdraws underground. Okay, uh, it is now Elxie's turn. And uh, yeah, let's get another uh, fortitude save. Okay, Elxie made her save. Oh, uh, and since this is going off of the centipede swarm stat block, uh, the poison is cured with one save. So Elxie just finally, like, vomits up off. a <laughs> bunch of like just gross bile but then she yeah she just oh i feel better get back here you son of a bitch and she starts kind of like feebly hooving at the at the ground where this ghoul uh disappeared but alexi don't have no burrow speed yeah alexi's a fighter yeah ridiculous uh it's randolph's turn i am going in after it (laughs) i uh i use my burrow spell yeah, I don't think Randall has one of those. Nah, he doesn't. And I'm sort of just happy to see him gone. I don't. I mean, I'd love to kill him, but uh, I don't have the mental fortitude to uh, figure this out. I'm not thrilled gonna, uh, to see that he's gone, since he can easily track us. Right, right. I mean, that's yeah. But Alex said he didn't leave like a hole or anything, right? That we can go into. Is there rumblings of him going away? Like maybe I could go and then. If only someone had a shovel, you know, we could start digging. <laughs> uh, no, they don't really have any way to perceive them. Okay. Teoblith well, might. Well, I'll wait for someone. Yeah, as long as there's no dragons work. nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for someone more clever to uh, figure that out while I will heal up uh, Elksy, or yeah. at least try to. Okay. Actually, I believe my echolocation is still active. I don't think from it can Pierce the ground. Yeah, probably not. I gotta blast Elksy with a restoration. And that gets rid of all ability damage, if I'm Yes. Reading correctly. I mean, there's nine, so it seems like. And I don't have... Oh, maybe I do have second level spells. Yeah. Oh, I could lesser restoration. Let's do that. I got a bunch of them. One, two, three, four. Boom. I gotta rest lesser restoration a bunch of times. See if we can do that before spending diamond dust on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good call. See, first one up is four. The next ball up is two. And the last is two. What are we doing? Lesser restoration on Elksy. Oh, okay. So healing eight dex damage. And I know she took nine, yeah. but maybe she'll get rid of that last one on her own? Maybe. Yeah, All right, so it probably doesn't yeah. affect her right now. <laughs> so four, two, two, three. Or tonight's winning numbers. <laughs> She's right. fully healed of dex damage. Well, let's... Back it up a second. Uh, oh, because we're... Right, right. Well, I'll, I'll cast the first one. How about yeah. that? Uh, it still takes three rounds to cast. Oh, it takes yeah. three rounds? Oh, my God. All right. Well, I start playing Medic and hope the crazy shit doesn't happen. All right. All right. So Randolph begins casting Lesser Restoration. Uh, Uhtred. Um, I don't really have any spells or anything for tracking this guy. So I guess I'll just... Hold an action if he comes back up near us. I'll swing. Okay. Diablo. Is there any way to know what direction he went? No, I don't think so. 
Alright, then I am just going to cast Cure Serious Wounds on myself and stay up here in the air to play Lookout. Alright. Wow. So I just heal myself for 30. Show off! (laughs) (laughs) Our genus is going to chill out up above uh, the mountaintops. Above the mountaintops? Yep. So where exactly is our genus going? He, he's gonna he's gonna actually be above uh, the the wall of spikes there. All right. So that way he could see on either side and kind of give a get a good fan uh, view. Good thinking. That brings us back to Elksy, who uh, I, I'm sure Randolph communicated that he was going to cast a spell on her, so she stays put. Uh, that brings us back to Randolph, who finishes his second round of casting. And then that brings us to Uhtred. Uh, I guess I'll float up 10 feet so I can see above the wall, too, and just wait. Yeah, boss. Um, I will take this opportunity to activate my legacy weapon with uh, Undead Bane. Alrighty. And yeah, hang out in the air and keep an eye out. All right. Herginus. I'm going to hang out until uh, until something changes. All right, that's when something changes. Arginus and Teoblith, and probably Arginus. I don't know exactly how high up he is. Uh, Arginus, or you said Arginus twice. Sorry, uh, Uhtred, yeah. But definitely Arginus and Teoblith would see the ghoul resurface uh, on the other side of the Wall of Thorns that he disappeared on, and he's going to start casting a spell. I will spellcraft. Yeah, what's he got going on? 25. 33. Thanks, Utrid. I pick you up when you're down, you pick me up when I'm down. Uh, you know, he is casting a spell called Tar Pool. You convert a layer of the ground to hot tar. Creatures in the area, when the tar appears, take 1d6 uh, fire damage per two caster levels and must succeed at a reflex save or become entangled. Uh, entangled creatures... Uh, receive a saving throw each round to free themselves and can also attempt to free themselves by spending a move action to attempt a strength check or an escape artist check. Uh, it costs two squares of movement to enter a square in the area of effect, so it is difficult terrain. The DC of acrobatics checks within the area increases by five. A creature that moves into or starts its turn in the area takes 2d6 points of fire damage and must uh, reattempt the reflex save to become entangled. A creature that's prone takes minus four penalty on the reflex save. And the area is a 20-foot radius. This dude feels like a, like a raid boss in WoW. <laughs> just just don't stand yeah. on the bad shit on the ground. <laughs> he submerges, reemerges. Fortunately for Teoblith and Uhtred, you are flying and do not need to make a reflex save. But Arginus, not Arginus, uh, Randolph and Elksy are on the ground and do need to make reflex saves. Bah. Oh no. Uh, wait, I'm lucky. I can do something about this. Should be able to reroll a natural one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. Okay, that's slightly better. 15. Okay. So Randolph is still mid cast on his Lesser Restoration spell. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, what did you say you got any reflex save? Uh, 15. Okay, that's going to fail. Ugh. And Elksy got a 27. 
So she oh, passes. What? She got a twenty-seven with a with nine points of dex damage. Oh. Uh, nope. So that's <laughs> nine points of dex damage. That's minus four. So twenty-three. Twenty-three. That's still really impressive. Yeah. Twenty-three does pass. Uh, unfortunately, the damage is only to avoid the reflex save, or to avoid the entangled condition. You otherwise take the full damage of 23 fire damage. Woof. Okay. And Randolph is now entangled. By what exactly? You're entangled. By tar. By tar, yes. Oh, by tar, of course. Yep. I'm noticing a theme with this fucking ghoul. <laughs> Alright, so while you're entangled... Uh, you move at half speed, you can't run or charge, and you take a minus two penalty on all attack rolls, and a minus four penalty to dexterity. Just know that while you're in this area, uh, your movement speed is halved, but the area is difficult terrain, so your speed is effectively quartered. But he could activate his slippers this time, right? He could activate his slippers. I'm a slippers right out of here. Ballet all over that tar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... All right, yeah, and then the ghoul is going to uh, end his turn there, and it's now Elksy's turn. Elksy looks uh, nervously at, at Randolph, because she's not sure if uh, Randolph's going to uh, be able to get this spell off now, but she doesn't want to leave just in case he is. Uh, so she's going to delay her turn until after Randolph goes, and it's Randolph's turn. Uh, Randolph, are you going to finish your Lester Restoration spell, or are you going to do something else? I can always lesser restore. So, unfortunately... Well, I think if you everyone's... stop casting it, you're going to waste the spell slot. I do have more spell slots. Yeah. In this, and just know the that... The second spells... Yeah, and just know that you just took damage and you're entangled, and each of those has its own concentration check. I wanted to ask about the entangle. I wasn't sure on that one because it didn't mention it in the description, but I had yeah. to assume it had some kind of effect on concentration yeah it's i mean it's it's here in the concentration uh dc table you guys are overthinking this do you stand in bad shit on the ground and heal <laughs> no you no, GTFO. I activate my slippers <laughs> all right so randolph stops casting and activates his slippers yeah all right so standard action you activate the slippers and that completely removes the entangled effect and the difficult terrain so you are now free to take any movement you want go ahead and dance away <laughs> actually in the tar pool because uh, you began your turn began your turn in the the area so you're gonna take another 2d6 points of fire damage come on low roll you can't roll sixes all the time <laughs> <laughs> you were saying uh, Hold on. That's classic Alex right there. That's, I mean, come on. That's for Elksy for starting her turn uh, before oh. Randolph did. Oh, my God. There you go. As I was saying, you can't always <laughs> roll two sixes. No, you're right. You got me. <laughs> Only for Elksy. So she takes 12 and I take 7. Yep. So it goes. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Well, let me just deduct the 7. And, yeah. So I'm going to float away. All nimbly bimbly. Okay. And it's now Alexi's turn. Anyone looking at Alexi might see like her look a little offended for a second, but then she like shoves that down and says, That's alright, Randolph. Deep. I'll 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 get him around the corner. And 
sprints around this wall of thorns as a full <laughs> full round God. action. And ends her turn oh. right next to the ghoul. Alexia's getting her cardio in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now it's Uhtred's turn. Alright. Uhtred's going to cast Frostbite and charge up and deliver it. But also, Uhtred, you're going to know that your Frostbite is going to be useless against an undead because it does non-lethal damage. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I don't want to use my Chill Touch because I'm afraid... We don't want to make this guy run away again. Yeah. Well, he'll just burrow down. Yeah. All right. So I'll cast a frigid touch. Yeah, it looks like 46 cold damage and causes the target to be staggered for one round. If it's a critical hit, the target is staggered for one minute instead. Okay. So, yeah. Charge up. What? All right. Undead are immune to staggered, but you're fine with the cold damage. Whatever. Yeah. Um, So I cast that. Charge up. And I swing. Uh oh. That's a crit threat on the dice for a 34. Alright. And that's a confirmation of a 34. That confirms. Alright. The slashing crit is called swing through, double damage, and one free attack against an adjacent foe at the same bonus. And the magic crit is called maximum effect. Uh oh. Maximize all spell variables. Oh, shit. So the 4d6 is just straight up 24? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, that'll do. And does that get doubled on a crit? Yeah, is it double damage or normal damage? It doesn't say. It just says maximize all spell variables. Huh. Well, are crits normally double damage? I think that crit card was written with the assumption that it's just a spell going on. There's not like a melee attack in there too. So I think yeah, the yeah. only the only function of that crit is that your chill touch is maximized. Otherwise it's like your sword would deal normal damage. Yeah, uh, that that sounds right to me. Let me roll the two D six. Okay, so it's sixteen slashing damage and then uh twenty four from the maximized frigid touch. Alright. And with uh a blinding blue light from that maximized effect. Uhtred swoops down, gets that ghoul with the frigid touch crit, and destroys the ghoul. Alright. And everybody levels up. Alright. And we'll see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. That's a way better way to end this episode. See ya. (laughs) See ya. See ya. See ya.